Hello. Welcome back to Where Are We Growing? Hello, hello. This is a very special episode. <laughs> yeah, this is a special episode. <laughs> well, first of all, we're in a new location. We love trying. We're growing from somewhere new. Um, but we also have another special guest. Yay! Hello. This is Eve, you guys. This is Lekka Addict. If you follow me on, I'm sure, Instagram and TikTok, I've mentioned her. Um, the person who got me into Lekka, um, she's also local with us as well, so we're all together. Um, yeah. Thank Hi. you. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, happy to be here. here. <laughs> um, yeah, we're just here to talk pretty much all about Lekka and... Uh, that's going to be a good one. Yeah, I get a lot I'm of excited questions. to learn. Yeah, because you're, you're new to I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very, I'm a dabbler. Like, I've had Lekka for a year. Mm-hmm. I just haven't committed to it yet. Yeah, people need to take that first step. It it's... only takes one plant. You just need that one, I think. Or it takes, like, one plant to start thriving. I guess if you have, like, a bad Lekka experience, you maybe didn't do it right. You're like, oh, I don't want to do it. But once it takes off, you're like, it's hooked. Yeah, it's I see. Down. i got to get over the... Uh, committing to cleaning off the roots that just seems like a, a process yeah. that i need to mentally prepare for <laughs> some are easier than others I mean, yeah some, some are easy some are difficult like hoyas i cut them off i just oh, said you no. start, yeah because i guess hoyas are easy to root when i found out you could root them from like easy. any part of the plant mm-hmm. yeah i was like what yeah there's no no there's nothing you yeah. just stick them in leka and they root it's awesome it's so magical <laughs> But yeah, phyllos and you know some of the other plants, they're super easy to clean off the roots. Um, just rinse them under water yeah. and they're gone. Yeah. It's tedious. Yeah. Hoya roots? No. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, just like, I'm not. They're really fine. I guess hoya roots yeah, are really small, super, right? super thin. Yeah. And I found really that if you fragile. leave any bits of roots on or any dirt on, they just rot. And they'll set the plant back. Like it won't grow any roots, any new ones. So it just sits there and it doesn't do anything. And that's a lot of people's hoyas and soil. They don't do anything. Mm-hmm. I think it's because of partial root rot. It just sits there. It's like focusing on like, okay, I'm like healing. I'm unsure what to do. Um, but yeah, it's like just start fresh. I think I did that for when I tried String of Pearls in Microleca. I think I'm going to try String of Pearls again maybe. I don't know. Um, I do have, we have a couple example plants in front of us. I have my... Um, string of hearts here in Microleca. I brought it because I'm really proud of it and I want to show it off for you. <laughs> it's so cute. Like, I can't believe that that's grown. It was literally an experiment. I didn't expect that to, to take off. Yeah, I have um, hearts in Leca and in Pond right now. Um, I might try the pearls again, but yeah, those ones I figured because of the roots being so fine, I would just yep. chop and start yep. over. Yeah, I had to do that with my pepperonias. Um, the roots were super fine that you couldn't even clean them, so you have oh, to yeah. water root them, and then you put them in with them. They're happy. Yes. I when people ask me how to or what to do the first time you're transitioning to Lekka, I usually say to start with a plant you're comfortable with in general. Usually for me, that's philodendron. For a lot of people, that's something like. A philodendron or monstera, but if you're like new, new and you don't want to clean off the roots, I always recommend starting with the water propagation because yeah. the roots are ready to go; they're already clean, and yeah, yeah, it's perfect. Um, well, Eve, let's talk about you a little bit. Um, how long have you been into plants in general? Like, how how did your plant journey start? Oh yeah, it's been forever. Um, probably a decade of houseplant growing, and I kind of remember this because. When we got our first house, I was more into plants. Before that, when we were in an apartment, 
I killed a lucky bamboo. And I don't know how <laughs> Haven't we that. all? <laughs> I had that, yeah, that early on, too. I've tried yeah. a couple times, never again. But I feel like I was never really a good plant parent, you know? I, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, I'll just water it whenever I feel like it. It was never really a big commitment. I was more into the outdoor plants than the indoor plants. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of perennials. And when we moved into the new house, I was like, well, I got more room. I can get more plants. But... Um, like we said about the pilea, right? Like mm-hmm. I would get these plants and I put them in soil and they would just be sad. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know what to do with it. And I didn't really care, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not for me. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'll just move on to the next one. <laughs> but, um, it was really my, um, love for orchids that really started everything because, um, I, I love growing orchids, but Orchids are really, really hard to grow. Um, yeah. <laughs> so were you, at that time, you were killing just generic houseplants, but yeah. were you keeping orchids alive? Um, I was for, I, I kept, I killed a few. And then I kind of learned about how to grow orchids, and they're different, right? Phalaenopsis, um, dendrobiums, cattleyas, they're all different. Um, and their care is different. So I ended up um, getting used to growing in bark. And I like bark. And I would soak my orchids for like 30 minutes and I would leave them out and then they dry out for a week and then I would repeat the process. And it was so tedious. It was like there were so many orchids and I had to soak it and I had to remember to take them out and it was just too much. Miss a water and it's like, oh. Yeah, and then they just look sad and they decline or they drop all their flowers and you're like, oh, I've worked on a whole year for that. That's so much commitment. Yeah, so that's how I found Lekka, through orchid growing. Um, That's how I started. That's how I learned, is from um, some really, really good orchid growers. I I haven't thought about that. I guess I don't really follow a lot of orchid people, but I don't think about orchids when I think about Lekka. That's crazy. How many years, then, have you been into Lekka? Um, So I started, I want to say... During the pandemic, um, it was right at the beginning, like in March, I was Mm -hmm. looking around because I was bored, you know, like Mm -hmm. you're stuck at home. (laughs) Oh yeah. So I was like, well, what can I take to the next level? Right. What Mm -hmm. can I geek out on? (laughs) It it was houseplants. Um, and especially during last summer, I was like doing a lot of outdoor gardening too. And I tweaked my back. I was like, oh, I'm so old. I tweaked my back and it hurt. And so I was like, well, how's plants it is? So um, I really started moving a lot. Before then, it was just a lot of research and reading. I'm, I'm one of those people that just needs to learn everything before I try. Um, it's not even that. It's just I need to I need to learn from credible sources. I'm mm-hmm. an engineer at heart um, by trade. And, you know, when you go on to some of these forums or when you watch YouTube videos, it's like, oh, You've been growing for a day. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to try and be really specific of like, hey guys, I'm trying this for the first time. Right now. Like, Let's do this together. I'm not telling you how to. Let's yeah. figure it out. And it's great, you know, to like experiment mm-hmm. and look for resources. But you get to a certain point where you're, you're like, I just need to know what to do, mm-hmm. right? Um, I remember going through YouTube videos too, and it, it was like days and days of just watching content. 
and ads, and a lot of content, <laughs> a lot of ads, yeah. a lot of people talking about their dogs, and you know, it's just it's YouTube land, right? It's hard to find content. But um, once you get to a to a level, you're like, oh, I'm comfortable with doing this. I'm going to start doing some of it. Um, I started with orchids, and it takes a while to transition. And the prime transition period is like when they're in the state of growth. Um, so that's really in the springtime when they're sending out new roots. It's the easiest. So I started it in about spring, summertime, um, and tried with a few orchids. Um, and once I established uh, my confidence with orchids, that's when I moved over to houseplants. Cool. And so many, like I've learned, I had no idea that so many people do different setups. Like there's a lot of ways to do like I don't know if a lot of people, I mean, I'm sure people get really... Take, take their plant care very personally, but I don't know if you consider any like right way to do everything. I know if there's like, I always tell people like what works for me might not work for you, but mm -hmm. I didn't realize how many ways you could set up LECA, how many, I mean, how many plants you can try it with. And I don't know, even like the different options for nutrients. There's just yeah. like so many, um, so many things. How did you like land on your exact setup? Yeah, and I don't necessarily have an exact setup. It's all mm -hmm. trial and error, mm -hmm. dependent on plants. Mm -hmm. So, um, for example, um, I did. I started with orchids in that submerged method, right? There's mm -hmm. no inner pot um, mm -hmm. and outer pot combo. It was just orchid in a pot mm -hmm. because that's the way that the guy that I learned it from mm -hmm. did it. Um, his name is Ray. Um, First Ray's is his company name and he sells a lot of the nutrients and stuff for orchids um he started like i want to say 40 40 years ago um and he started growing orchids semi-hydroponically via um just growing it growing vegetables in, in leka and um he he adapted the method to orchids and there's you know he has a ton of really great resources about it. Um, so I learned from him. Um, so that's how I started. And then I was like, well, his way of flushing is really hard. I don't <laughs> like it because in his setup, it's it's kind of weird because you would have this like draining tray mm -hmm. and then he would put all of his orchids on there with the with the hole burnt into the, mm -hmm. the, the container mm -hmm. about one third way up. And what he would do is, um, in a flush, he would take nutrient water and just dump it really fast into the container, and it would flow out. That's a flush. Oh, it would like it would like fill it up and then yep. flush it quickly. and then it flush it quickly, and then it would drain out. In um, with like this tray had a had a pipe attached to it, and it would drain at the bottom. So it was really easy if you have that set up, but if you don't, yeah, if, you have, if you're not a horticulturalist. <laughs> if you have that set up, yeah, yeah. If you have a giant trough with a hood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so nobody so has that set up, right? So I was like, flushing for me is really hard because I'd have to like run tap water through it mm -hmm. and then I dump it out in my sink. Mm -hmm. And then like when I do the dumping motion, like liquid fall everywhere. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, well, what's this other method? And so this is the other resource that I really, really like learning about Lekka from. It's um, the Orchid Room on YouTube. Okay. Her name is Annabelle. And she had this way of doing the inner pot, outer pot setup. Um, and she didn't really have a name for it. Like it was until I did a lot of research into the hydroponics world mm -hmm. that I learned that, that was called a nutrient stagnant wicking setup. Because if you like look at all of the literature and all mm -hmm. the scientific papers, that's how um, what they refer to as nutrient stagnant wicking. Oh, NSW. Mm -hmm. I love that. 
Yeah, I have a lot of mine just um, pot in the reservoir. Um, I don't think I use wicks for any of mine, but yeah, having it in a separate pot in general, I, I like to be able to flush it all the way through. And I do a lot of um, makeshift um, Lekka pots because I have your Lekka <laughs> pots now. Yeah. But, it, but before you had those, obviously I had to improvise. And you can do a lot of things with... Um, or for your Lekka setup, I do, for a lot of them, even just a normal plant pot, just a normal nursery pot. You can't see into it, which is like a bummer, yeah. but it has drainage in the bottom. I can fill it up with Lekka just fine, and then you can put it literally in any cup. This is in, I have my um, string of hearts here in a, like, I think I use this for soup, this mug. Yeah, <laughs> I used it for soup when I was sick. And I'm not even kidding you, I think oh, that... Oh, yes, deli containers, they're my favorite. Yes, it's just a short little... Um, I don't even know what's. Someone probably sent me a plant or some propagation in that. But After they had their potato salad. Yeah, well, we have some fun little algae growing on the side yeah. too. Cuteness. Um, and I just for the first time, um, because I took your. Um, so with your Lekka, because um, you have. for Everyone who's listening for the first time is like, what are you talking about? Um, Eve has a. What I, I don't know what you call it, your Lekka kit. It's just a Lekka yeah, kit, Lekka starter kit. kit. Yeah, starter and kit. Um, in the measurements and in the instructions, it says that you can do like four to eight drops of each per like half a cup of water or whatever. And I took that and ran with it. That's pretty much what I do all the time. People ask me, like, can you talk about the nutrients? And I'm like, I'm very like low maintenance. I don't check the pH. By the way, do you check your pH? Um, You're dirty, so I'm <laughs> kidding. Well, that's the thing, you know. When you have as many plants as I do, checking the yeah. pH for every single I mean, nutrient mix you yeah. do, um, nope, I don't. Yeah. I, don't I, can, I can barely do it for my fish tank, which you have to do. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The thing is with pHing. Um, so the history of hydroponics growing, um, it's really been propelled by the wheat, the cannabis industry, right? Like, Ooh. yeah, mm -hmm. there's so much research in Love the that. weed growing communities that, um, that's where a lot of really good information comes from. Mm -hmm. and, and technology, right? For sure. Like grow lights, hydroponics, mm -hmm. nutrients. I think one of the reasons you pH in those setups mm -hmm. is for optimal yield, um, and growth. And for me, it's like, I don't care if my Hoya is... Yeah, we're just like, yeah. I'm not smoking it. Yeah, we're not it's collecting fine. the fruits of our labor. We're not doing it. We're just here. It's just, I don't check the pH of my soil. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's... It's so I, much work. I, I, so, I'm very lazy with my, like, watering in my, like, houseplants, too. I usually just take a... Don't come for me, everybody. I take a couple <laughs> drop. Like, literally, I have a dropper of my fertilizer. I put a couple drops in my watering can. Yeah. Boom. That's as it. long as they're getting some type of nutrients. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I know I'm not giving it too much, but, yeah. and then a little bit, like now Brandon's been slinging the uh, fish water over to me. So I've been giving my plants a little bit of fish water. I love fish tank water. <laughs> Except the most <laughs> recent one you give me has been in my car. So it's been cooking a little bit. Ooh. <laughs> Delicious. Um, but yes, let's talk a little bit about some of the misconceptions about LECA. Um, I don't know what the most like common questions you get, but what's something or some of the things you think people are getting completely wrong at first or messing up on? Um, so I know when I started, I was like, this rinsing root thing, like it can't be that bad if I put something <laughs> in there. Um, yeah, that's a big no-no. Um, it'll 
I'll be okay for a while, and then I'll degrade over time. And you're like, oh, my plant's dead. So really try to clean those roots off as much as you can. Be diligent. Yeah, be diligent. It's you only have to a, do it one time. Yeah, it's just one time. <laughs> or just cut the roots off and restart, yeah. you know. Um, with Hoyas, like I said, I restart them. Um, with Phyllos and Monsteras, mm-hmm. I clean off the roots. It's super easy. Mm-hmm. Use the um, nozzle hose or the sprayer hose oh, yeah. on your A little bit of pressure. Yeah, pressure oh, yes. comes right off. Yeah, because I have one of those, like, fold-out things that go on your sink where you can, like, water your plants, and, yeah, I just, like, lay the roots on there and go to town. And, mm-hmm. um, sometimes you can use a toothbrush for those of you who, um, I don't know, are, want to be a little bit more diligent. I can just rinse it off with water. I haven't had an issue. I use my nails. Yeah, yeah, yeah or my fingers. I'll just, like, rub it off <laughs> a little bit. It's mm-hmm. not a big deal. Easy peasy. Um... I also think, I don't know, when people are putting le- like plants in a jar with LECA, I feel like that, in my opinion, I feel like that's like, okay, if you want to propagate in there, that's fine. Long term, I feel like that's like, yeah. I yeah, love that. that's one of the reasons I like the two pot setup because um, when you so for example, I would have um, a Hoya, for example, in, in a glass jar, right? After about six months to a year, all of the roots that get stuck to the bottom because they will go down into mm-hmm. the water source all of those roots will start rotting over time mm-hmm. and that's fairly normal for roots that are sitting in water mm-hmm. and so if you have it in a jar you have to like unpot it clean off all the roots mm-hmm. repot it it's so much work i put it in two pots because what you can do is you can lift the inner pot and usually there'll be roots going down along the wick or out of these holes mm-hmm. um and at some time um i'll see the roots from this setup will rot as well mm-hmm. you just pull them off right mm-hmm. you just pull them off from the bottom and then you set it back on it just grows new roots Nice. Yeah, it's it's so much easier with the two pot setup than the one pot, um, and yeah, I love it. What do you think about that? Yeah, what are you trying yours? I don't know. I'm I have some imports coming. Okay, so have Let's you talk imports? Have yeah. you imported plants? Yes. And do you put them straight into Leca ever? And what if so? What is your process with that? Yeah, um, so I kind of love imported plants because they come bare root. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? You just stick smart, them in there and smart, boom. Smart. Um, I would recommend using some um, rooting hormone or rooting solution with it. Um, I use the Kelp Max from Ray's website. It is seaweed kelp based. Um, it's awesome. It's the same active ingredient in Super Thrive. I know people. Keep rave about Super, Super Thrive. Thrive and Liquider. Yeah, I don't know who <laughs> who doesn't have a code for Liquider. So yeah. that's all I'll say. So I am not. Hap- I, I don't really. I'm not on the Super Thrive train. I'm definitely not on the Liquider train. Oh, <laughs> you heard it. Shots fired. I thing is, I have Super Thrive. I've only used it once in like a water propagation with Monstera, and it like rotted. I did not use very much. I swear, I put a drop in that water, and then um, dumped half of it. Out and then dumped more in, and then dumped half like to keep diluting it, mm-hmm. and it rotted. And I was just like, you know what? I think Super Thrive things like that. It, it's not needed unless your plant is like in distress. It's a last because I know that some people also like soak their moss in Super Thrive. Mm-hmm. If you're like potting things, um, trying to like rehab stuff in moss, that's but really all I use it yeah, for. It's if like your plant is already thriving, moss. I don't see a reason to like. Yeah, I don't know. 
kick it like that. I mean, I know I'm, I'm like handsy with my plants, but yeah. all super thrive is done for me. It's just molded my soil. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> you don't need that. Just feed it normal stuff or not at all. If that's what you want to do, <laughs> if you want to not feed your plants. Yeah. And it's expensive for all you get, you know, like that little bottle. Costs oh yeah. Like Eight dollars. I don't know where I was, but I, I saw the big bottle and it was. I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> Way too much. Um, and it's been around for so long. What is that? Doesn't the cover say on it? Like, oh, it was. Uh, it was a winner of the World Fair in what eighteen something? Probably <laughs> forever ago. When was, it was the last World Fair? Was like a hundred years ago. So. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, you're right. Um, let's also quick go over because I feel like we maybe skipped over it just like the overall benefits of LECA like compared to I mean everyone's using soil it's what you buy all your plants in I honestly think that as a new plant parent soil is a hard thing to understand Mm -hmm. it is a hard concept to get and it also with all the like add-ins with it I think that if some plants were like sold in LECA or more plants sold in LECA I don't even know what can you buy any plants in LECA out there at stores not really. <laughs> it's like I've yeah. never seen one. Unless it's like a specialty plant shop, I'm sure it's something. There are a few things, out but there. It, but yeah. like, I think that LECA is way easier than it sounds because you guys, you're starting with soil. That is hard. Yeah. For me, the benefit, um, like when I used to kill plants all over the place, um, I mean, it's really a not understanding how much soil holds on to moisture, and it's oh, a watering yeah. issue. For everybody who kills plants, it's a watering issue. Mm-hmm. And for me, LECA takes that out of the equation completely. Oh, yeah. Um, so what I do, my, my routine is I'll water my plants probably once every two weeks, and by water, I just fill up the water reservoir, and that's mm-hmm. it. Um, I don't have to, like, stick my finger in the dirt and engage how wet it is for every <laughs> oh, yeah. single plant because every plant has different watering requirements and it, it wants someone to dry out completely some wants to stay moist all the time like mm-hmm. I don't got time for that in my head I got 300 plants <laughs> I don't got time for that. so I'll left you know my, my reservoir thing here um, sometimes I use pots with a little gauge so you can oh, kind of yes. see how much water is in the mm-hmm. reservoir I just, you know, mix my nutrient water in batches mm-hmm. in like one one to five gallons. Mm-hmm. And then I just go over all my plants and I just give them water. Mm-hmm. Um, and so taking the watering out of the equation, I think, helps a lot of people with mm-hmm. growing, um, especially Hoyas, too. Hoyas are very complicated between different yeah, species. They can stay so dry for yeah. so long. And I've never met a Hoya that did not like Lekka. Um, but not to say that every single plant should be in LECA because there are some plants that are really terrible at self-regulating water. Mm-hmm. They'll just take in too much and they're like, oh my God, I'm dying. <laughs> and like, uh, yeah. I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. Like c- consistent moisture, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I think what people are forgetting is stuff like LECA has that oxygen flow in there yeah. and soil when it's wet really does not. Yeah. It's it's not as easy. And That's why we're growing yeah. orchids in Lekka because yeah, of the yeah. extra oxygen that it provides. Oh, yeah, because that they like that's that's why they come in those little like. Um, flimsy little pots with like almost nothing in it because the roots are like hi I need to breathe (laughs) (laughs) and also people ask a lot about um, the difference in pests with LECA so what pests are you less likely to get and also what does the treatment for that look like yeah Um, so the biggest reduction in pests is 
of fungus gnats. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if I notice a fungus gnat running around, I'm like, oh, one of my my plants, is <laughs> like the roots are mm-hmm. rotting because mm-hmm. that's the only time so, I get yeah, fungus there's gnats. An issue. There's an issue with somebody, yeah. right, mm-hmm. with with one of the plants. Um, but you will get the other pests. Um, it's just how it is. But treatment of that pest becomes super easy. Um, I was just telling these guys before we started recording that um, I'm going through an Azimax regimen, which means um, I replace all of the reservoir water with a systemic dilution of Azimax, which is a, a systemic pesticide. So um, I'll put the Azimax in all of the reservoirs for about a week, and I'll just let the plant soak, that, soak it up. Then I dump it all out, replace it with nutrient water, and then I'll maybe repeat in another two weeks or another three weeks. Um, and in addition, you know, what you can do is um, a lot of people will try to spray every single nook and cranny of a plant, mm-hmm. right? What you can do is you can get a giant vat, like a two-gallon mm-hmm. bucket of your your treatment. whatever treatment, mm-hmm. right? And you just dunk the entire plant in. So what I'll do is I'll, you can't see me, but I'll, I'll, I'll put my hand <laughs> on the top of the plant and I'll try to protect the leka as much so as I can. So it doesn't start floating everywhere. <laughs> and I like put it into the, the, the solution mm-hmm. and I'll try to drown it like, you know, like mm-hmm. it's my enemy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, die, Just kidding, not die. Um, and then I'll like leave it down there for, you know, like however you want to do it, you know, mm-hmm. um, five seconds to a minute if you have time to, with your hands sitting in a gross bad solution. Yeah. <laughs> I don't you would love that, Brandon. Brandon's hand, there. Brandon is handsy with the treatments. I, yeah. I cannot. But then you can, you know, really make sure that Every single inch of the plant is covered mm-hmm. in that treatment. Even the roots, because Even a lot roots. of a lot of pest issues like have root leaves, problems. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, people forget about that. Like things that are sitting on your plant can also be chilling in the soil, waiting. Also, they can chill it on the outside of your pots. You guys, have you seen time lapses of like plant pests? They can literally they chill on the outside of the pot, waiting to attack again. Clean mm-hmm. everything, but people forget about um, stuff in the roots can also be uh, waiting there to come back on your plant that you just cleaned. Mm-hmm. Not good. Yeah, um, and I also think that some plants that thrive in a more dry environment, I think maybe like spider mites. I know you can, I'm sure you can absolutely get spider mites on plants yep. in Lecco, but I feel like I almost in my head would think it's less likely because they hate like moisture. And I feel like my alocasias that are in Lekka, I don't have to worry about them as much. Same thing like in moss, like when it's like, I don't know, a little bit more consistently moist and it's not like a dry little corner there. The mites aren't as likely to attack, I don't know. But that's what I think. We'll see. I have had a couple like eggs, like whatever, on the actual leaves, but... I I remember getting, you know, one of those jeweler's loops, whatever you call them. And, you know, like when jewelers like put their eyeballs mm-hmm. in it and they can magnify whatever Look they're looking close. at. So you can, you know, kind of use that on, on the plants and at the higher magnification, you know, you can actually see those little dirty oh hairs. We should get some. Well, they're really cool. They're like, <laughs> super cheap too. You can get two for like five bucks on Amazon. Oh my gosh, that would be fun. But you know what? After like, because I just had a couple of thrip infestations in the last week, I keep getting thrip mail. Yay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How cute. And I get secondhand thrip mail. Oh, yeah, because I open up all the brandons and let them loose. Sorry. <laughs> well, um, every flank of dirt, I feel like, is a little, pe- little thrip whenever there's, like, a pest problem. So 
a magnifying glass would be nice or something to see things up close. <laughs> even like uh, like Daryl Chang on Instagram, House Pet Journal, posts a lot of up close pictures yeah. of like mites next to his fingernail, and I'm like, <laughs> I can't believe how tiny they are. Really, you can't tell something's a mite unless it's moving, yeah. or you see the webs and you're like, I know these are all mites, but like, yeah, you got to be looking. Um, anywho. Um, I did ask you a question before we started, too, because I had learned when I joined a Facebook group recently that people um, soak their roots in between going from, like, soil or whatever to Lekka. One, do you do that? Do you recommend it? What do you think? Um, I would be careful just in general with transitioning roots between different mediums um, because soil roots and water roots and like roots they're just adapted to different environments mm -hmm. so i've soaked soil roots before and i had it all rot off mm -hmm. um, and if the root, new roots don't come in you know you're you're basically trying to reroot that whole plant i've also transitioned a plant into leka and all of the roots rot off mm -hmm. um, it's just a part of the process and some some plants just don't like their roots disturbed, you know? Mm. And it's a lot of shock. Yeah, it is a lot of shock. To water to let go. Yep. That's a lot. And even um, when I propagate a plant in water and I'll move it to Lekka, I've seen some of those roots rot too. So mm -hmm. it's it's not foolproof that you can transition from one medium to the other. There's always adjustment. Um, but I will say transferring a water propagated plant into Lekka is a lot easier mm -hmm. than a soil propagated one mm -hmm. and not to one say step. soil ones are hard either um because i i would say like out of 10 plants that i transfer maybe i have one issue mm -hmm. so it's a pretty good success rate um if you you know are diligent in cleaning off the the soil mm -hmm. and all that stuff how many plants do you think you don't have in Lekka, or what percentage? Yeah, um, I have a few in dirt, um, and those are the uh, trailing philodendrons. Um, I don't yeah. have very good I luck with like trailing phyllos in Lekka. I'm imagining that they would be too heavy, and that eventually they pull they, themselves oh, out. Yeah, they would pull <laughs> themselves right out. Well, so my lichens is doing beautifully. It's just. It loves the Lekka. It's that just so lush. Oh, I should put um, Don't tempt my seafood. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do some props. I actually yeah. might do some Lichen props that do I prop it. in water, and then I'm going to put it into Lekka. Yeah. Oh, that would be They fun. loved it. Um, Brazil, death. Maybe <laughs> 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 I mean, pothos. Pothos, I know, are, can be iffy. Yeah, pothos, um, I transitioned some from soil to Lekka. Death. <laughs> it was like, nope, not having that. But if you water problem first, it's a better experience. Um, but yeah, I just noticed they don't they don't grow as well mm -hmm. either. Um, I had some Cebu Blue in mm -hmm. Lekka, and yeah, it was just kind of yellowish, mm -hmm. and it didn't want to play. It's just what's it about it? Um, but like different plants in different environments are different for everybody. Mm -hmm. So like my experience in Minnesota may be different from somebody in Arizona. Oh, yeah, we're up here in zone. So, we're in yeah. 4B, right? Yeah, we're in 4B. Used to be in 5B. Used to be in 5B? That's are what Milwaukee was. Or no, yeah, right? I thought we were 4A and now we're 4B. I think we're getting warmer. Yeah, because Brandon just moved from Milwaukee, so. Yeah, it's like. It goes right through Wisconsin to the warmer, whichever level is the warmer one. It, yeah, the <laughs> waves like go through, and then I think there's only—is it just the tippy tip of Florida that's like ten? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, ten I don't in know. the U.S. 
I don't know. Look up your zone, guys. I think we've talked about this before. It's just, it's fun to learn about, like, literally online will tell you, like, what grows best in your climate, outdoors, whatever. Um, I did have a question about my Leca plant. So another plant we have in front of us here, you guys, is my Philodendra Painted Lady, which if you go back on my Tiki Talk, it was my first Leca like, video I did. It was the first plant I ever put in Leca when I tried Eve's Leca kit long ago. It's exploded. I literally put it in here and it was just one leaf. Mm -hmm. And it's put out all of this. I recently, because I noticed a lot of the roots were jumbled up at the bottom, mm -hmm. I moved it up so that it could breathe a little bit. One, I don't know if I even had to do that. You don't. I, they weren't even coming out the bottom either. I was like, sometimes they like hop from one side to the other and I'm yeah. like, oops. But then as you can see, the plant put out a pretty tiny leaf right after. What do you yeah. think about that? Plants don't like to be moved. Any mm -hmm. root disturbance in soil and like, mm -hmm. it doesn't like it. So I've had a um, very, very small percentage of me like up potting something in Lekka from Lekka to Lekka. Mm -hmm. um, I've had aborting of all the roots like it's happened you, you see it in soil too like yeah. sometimes you move plants and they just wilt and die mm -hmm. right so it's the same in leka plants just don't like their roots to strip so don't move them, them if you don't have to the just let them bunch up at the bottom and they'll they'll grow out of the bottom mm -hmm. and that is um one of the traditional like hydroponics way of growing it's mm -hmm. called the crack crack crackty method um from this guy named that's <laughs> <laughs> his last name, <laughs> Professor Crackety, we'll call him. Um, but the idea is that the, the plant sits in a net pot and mm -hmm. you let the, uh, you, you start with a reservoir that's kind of halfway mm -hmm. at the, uh, in the middle of that net pot. And then as the water level decreases, the roots will extend down into the water and soak up all the water. Mm -hmm. And so you don't have a wick or anything. It's mm -hmm. just, the plant is so thirsty for water that it will reach down all the way to the bottom of your pot and it'll mm -hmm. soak it all up. Um, and so I've grown basil and all sorts of herbs using that method. That's what I need to do. It's amazing. I can't keep an herb alive. I guess <laughs> <laughs> you should get one of the little, like they have, um, I have, they're so expensive. Oh my gosh. But like a whole like system for like hydroponic plants um, and a bunch of, you do a bunch of little ones. Because I can't keep up with the water. I can't water an herb twice a day. Yeah. That is yeah, put it Not in my pay grade. So, <laughs> they, yeah, they try outdoor plants. I mean, I look at my plants all the time, but watering something every day, I cannot keep up on that. Yeah. No, all my outdoor plants today, I was like, when I was pulling them out in the rain, I'm like, I watered you two days ago. You look like you're going to croak. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my trick here is get like a sour cream container, like one of the chopped potato ones, right? Mm -hmm. You cut a hole in the top lid and you put a net pot in it. You put your basil mm. in it. And it'll grow into your reservoir. I'm almost done with the sour cream. <laughs> <laughs> is it top to taste? It is. <laughs> All right. There you go. Brandon's actually been crying out mayo. Brandon's been on like the Oh, yeah. I, I did a research study on mayo. <laughs> so I have all these, mayo. All these mayo. mayo? <laughs> uh, I should have brought mayo. It's light mayo. <laughs> None of them are labeled. <laughs> but it's obviously a craft and a... Uh, What's the other big male? Hellman's? Not Hellman's. What is that? Craft and, I don't know, Miracle Whip. Oh. Right? Miracle Whip, that's what it's called. <laughs> no, we just claps for everybody. <laughs> Who knows what's going on? I'm never aware of my microphone, so. Actually, when I was listening to our last podcast, when we were, uh, not the last one, when we were doing our moss pulls, because I wanted to hear you bleed, um, <laughs> there was a lot of, like, that. the audio in that was just it's so healing. awful. 
Yeah, um, I don't know if you saw it on my story. I had shared that we were making um, moss poles last week, and Brandon, as we were in the middle of talking about how clumsy you are, you, you literally said, I hope this podcast doesn't end in blood. And as you're talking about how you're, you're not, you're not, I literally you're said, not prone to bleeding. You're I'm like, I'm not prone, prone to, to cutting bleeding. Yourself. You said you're prone to cutting yourself. And then in that moment, I hear, a th- you hear a thud. I'm looking down and all of a sudden I look up and there's blood everywhere. <laughs> what the heck? I literally peed a little bit. I'm not kidding. When I say that I peed a little, I really did. I hadn't laughed that hard in a while. Plants are dangerous, you guys. It, it's a it's a hard world out there. For and with us, you parents. never know where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we close, um, I had one more question. Do you have any future products like in mind besides your like pots and stuff? What are yeah, you doing? I was thinking about putting together a nutrient pack for epiphytes. Um, so you know, tree growing, tree loving plants, so like hoyas and orchids. Um, they are light feeders, and there's a lot of so. Um, this whole Lekka journey has has made me a, a fertilizer fanatic. Um, I read way too much about fertilizers <laughs> and what works and what doesn't. Not liquid dirt. Don't buy liquid dirt. <laughs> Throwing it down. Um, any company that does not publish their guaranteed analysis and they tell you their product works, but they don't tell you what's in it, don't buy it. Ooh. There you yeah. go, guys. So anyway, <laughs> through that research, um, I found some information um, about how epiphytes are more nitrogen loving because when you're in that rainforest environment um, you get a lot of nitrogen calcium and magnesium um, is it calmag magnesium yeah um, sounds right from from like tree canopies as it's like you know raining down on on all your all the plants that are clinging to the trees you don't necessarily find potassium or phosphorus in in the natural environment not at the level that we feed our plants so the thinking behind that um, is the K-Light fertilizer, which like I made the connection like probably way too late, but K stands for potassium. <laughs> and it's just saying the potassium level is reduced. <laughs> K-Light. <laughs> so that formulation is 1211. Um, a lot of fertilizer you see out there is like 20-20-20 or um, the MSU formula um, that I really, really love is 13 to 15. So it has a lot of the, the, you know, the, the later elements. Um, so the uh, MSU, that's Michigan State University. They're, they're like, their botany program is just tremendous. Um, so they have like all these people that are, you know, horticulturists working in their orchid tents. And that's what I want to be when I grow up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want to work at MSU and be a professor, a tenure professor. Oh and God. I just go up there and I see it. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so they, they have this, firma, uh, this, this fertilizer formula called the MSU formulation. It's for orchids, for houseplants, for everything. And then um, a spinoff of that is the K-Light formula, mm-hmm. formula which um, is really specifically made for epiphytes. Mm-hmm. So orchids, hoyas, um, some type of anthuriums. They just love the stuff. And if you talk to like professional growers, they'll say they'll spray, you know, their entire grow tents with like orchid mist and they'll, they'll water the orchids and all the mist will carry over to the house plants and they'll just grow huge. Um, so I want to create a nutrient pack around that set of formulations. So it's more of a powdered, um, nutrient and mm-hmm. you, um, it also will come with the, with the rooting solution that I use in the LECA oh, kits. Yeah. 
and um, in addition is a probiotic. Um, so Ooh. as we humans <laughs> keep a healthy digestive system, um, there is actually a active biome within Lenka. Um, you can, you know, you can house all these beneficial bacteria in there, um, and the orchid probiotics that, well, just any plant probiotics will help develop that root zone biome. Um, so it'll help with uptake of nutrients and help wow. the plant grow better. So yeah, I want to put together like those three items and that maybe that's fancy. another. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that? <laughs> I love fertilizers. They're they're my new jam. Yeah, I are like I love Lekka. That was my hyperfixation, but now I just want to feed the plants. Mm-hmm. Now we're feeding. Now that the- <laughs> now you want to watch it grow. We made the watering easy, and now we are feeding. Yeah. I mean, just time. look at the growth on this guy. Just on some base fertilizer, right? Like. It looks great. Literally, like the variegation too. Mm-hmm. And my plant grew so much faster than it normally does. Mm-hmm. Painted Lady in general for me was a really slow grower in terms of like compared to all my other philodendrons. And it exploded in Lekka. I can't believe it. And I also love being able to watch the roots, you guys, when you're planting them in clear pots. Like it literally makes you like one with your plant. It's a very intimate thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's showing you all, all what's going on under there. It's It's fun. Don't you? Well, I asked. Don't you? We <laughs> like you can see. Well, I mean, I got all my plants in my fish tank, so I can see the roots there. That's fun. <laughs> it's like to be able to like check on them all the time too, and know like, oh yeah, it looks good down there. Yeah. Like things are things are kicking off. Also, my fish tank plants, their roots all of a sudden exploded. Like I need to put more sand because there's not enough. Oh yeah, I was like, room for I was all. like, you have plants in there? I forget about like aquatic plants. <laughs> <laughs> Do you do a lot of propagations in your tank anymore? Absolutely. Well, propagations, yeah. I thought you were mean like propagating aquatic plants. No, I don't. I just let them do their thing. <laughs> um, so, Eve, I have one like mega question at the end because I think I get this one a lot. And I kind of don't know how to answer it because I'm like, I think yes, but I'm not sure. Can plants live in Lekka forever? Yeah, they can. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just look at Ray, who's been growing orchids for 40 years on Lekka. There you go, guys. Um, 40 years? You'd be lucky. I'd be lucky to keep... I don't know, you guys. I'd be lucky to keep a plant alive for 40 years. I don't know. Brandon, what's your oldest plant? I feel like mine's only a couple years old. Mine's only like... I think my oldest plant is only like three years. Yeah, I was like, my cutting from my dad's a couple years old. Um, My first Monstera. I also have a cactus that I've had for a long time. But yeah, 40 years in Lekka. Mm -hmm. Sign me up. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that I plan on having grandchildren, but I would love to have grandchildren just to pass down plants. <laughs> Kids and plants. Future plant parents. I don't know. Like, I, no one got me in. Like, my parents didn't really get me into plants, so I wonder what that would be like to grow up with, like, a plant parent. Just always around the jungle. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, my mom, I, like, live, my mom has, like, 300 house plants. Wow. Um, <laughs> okay you guys well i hope you guys learned a lot because i, I did. did you learn that brandon was sitting here like oh my god <laughs> i'm like leaning into the table like this is the most interesting discussion i've ever had he's gonna go home and polish out that sour cream oh yeah <laughs> okay but have you ever dipped doritos in sour cream no 
I feel like I would love that. Oh, yeah. My, I, I don't know if it sounds horrible to you guys, but my boyfriend, he's like a gamer, and it sounds like a gamer thing to do. I don't know. He drinks like Blue Mountain Dew. Sounds like a Blue Mountain Dew type of guy, type of guy thing to do. But he dips Doritos in, like the, just the normal Doritos nacho cheese in sour cream as like a snack. It's just oh, It's so like a walking taco, but just with Literally, sour cream. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> You should totally work. It's a fun little snack. So, yeah, go finish that. Grab you a bag of Doritos out of the vending machine. Oh, no, I've got four bags at home. (laughs) (laughs) I do need to go grocery shopping in your your, uh, kitchen. You keep telling me to do that when they buy chicken nuggets. And you're like, I have chicken nuggets to give you. Okay, guys. um, Make sure you go follow Eve on Instagram. It's lecca.addict. That's correct. I I say it enough. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) I've got it down. You guys, there's no one out here, like, dedicating their time to spreading Lekka resources like Eve unless I just haven't been looking. Like, it's hard to find people who are like, I do a lot of plants in Lekka. This is what I do. Like, I give advice very like cautiously because I'm like this is what I do, but like I only ha- I have like ten ish plants of like not hundreds. So yeah, it's been really fun putting together all that information for people. Um, mm-hmm. And I get you know people messaging me on Instagram and saying mm-hmm. thank you so much for helping me. And a lot mm-hmm. of people so. are very much like me where they want information before they start. They don't want to kill their plants. Right? Mm-hmm. They're like, it sounds like a fad. sounds like a trend. Yeah. I'm like, no, you guys, you can do this. It's probably, there's some people I'm sure that are like, I didn't think I could keep a plant alive until I found Lekka. Yeah, I mean, look at my Pilea. It was sad for like five years and I put it in Lekka <laughs> and it tripled in size. Yeah, you guys, put your Pileas in Lekka, okay? Yeah. Well, I feel like we talked, did we talk about this on the podcast? Maybe, I don't know. Adam, but we I talked about it. You're like, you should put that Pilea in Lekka. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you guys, even your little like pups, because that's what I started with, the little pups that you like propagate, throw in water, root it for a little bit and put it in Lekka. Oh my gosh, because I think people mess up with like Pylea a lot with watering. That's mm-hmm. one that I think people heavily overwater. And also, like, the lighting is also really like an issue with it cupping up and down, whatever. But your watering problems will be solved in Lekka. It's a miracle. <laughs> I can't even believe that I have a string of hearts growing in, in Lekka when people are like, oh my God, don't water them from the top. They hate moisture. Like, okay. These are in Lekka, yeah. so. Yeah, my hearts are a jungle right now. They're just growing like mad. Ah, I'm obsessed. Well, Brandon, where can people find you? You can find me on TikTok and Instagram, BR underscore Anaconda, Branaconda. You can shop my site, monsteroplant.co, and you can mm-hmm. find my new YouTube channel, uh, Brandon Botanical. Yeah, you have a new video out. Yeah, I just posted it the other day. I need to film some more. That was... There was a little part where your editing was, like, funny, and it was, like, you said something twice and forgot to delete one of them, and I was, like... Sounds about right. I love it. <laughs> ah, I was, like, I'm not going to tell him, because it's already had, had like, 50 50 views and I was like yeah, enough people have seen it <laughs> it's, it's just out there now for the world um is that it I think so yeah okay <laughs> um um if you guys want to follow me I'm on Instagram at Nicole N-A-Y-Y-C-O-L-E Nicole Larson with extra N at the end on Tiki Talk I think that's kind of it yeah and Eve do you have anything to plug besides yeah, your social else? media what do you want to tell people what do you want to tell the world <laughs> Um, I don't know. Um, you got a website. Yeah. Go to Eve's website. Lekkaaddict.com. Yeah. yeah. That's where all the resources are. So you, I was just on there the other day. I was like, okay, I'm doing my nutrients now. I'm doing a nutrient video. I can't lie to people. <laughs> I will say, I don't know how into like analytics you are with your website, mm-hmm. but you are one of the top contenders if you're searching Lekka. 
Really? Yeah, Ooh. I saw my SEO. It's pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. Dang. <laughs> you guys. I mean, people, people get into the let go. You guys, it's not as scary as it seems. Try it out. Go find Eve. Um, are you taking questions in the DMs? Yeah. Yeah. If you have a question, send it over. Awesome. Yeah. I like to help. Hey. Well, thank you for being here. Yeah, thank, you. thank you for having me. Yeah. I learned so much. This is a delight. This is a treat. And thank you for bringing me this Hoya. Okay, you guys, you will not believe this if you're still listening. Um, There's a Hoya here in front of me, and it's mine now. So So I'll have you know, um, I'm doing an experiment with this exact plant. This is my extra. This is my first um, uh, variegated uh, Wayetti. But um, my experiment is with three of these. One's in soil, one's in leka, and one's in pond. And I'm going to try to see which one is going to be the happiest. Yeah, please document that. We'd love to know. Yeah. I am just amazed that the soil one is still alive. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, is that like, is it, is, I suppose you don't have any other Hoyas in Lekka or in soil, do you? All I, I have a really big Chelsea and I just look at it and I'm like, yeah, Sounds no, like I'm not going to even tackle that. <laughs> 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 well, guys, if you're a Hoya person too, also follow Eve because there's, um, it's hard to find people that are into Hoyas unless I'm just like avoiding them. <laughs> there's, it, there's special Hoya people all over the place. Eve's one of them. Big on Lekka, big on all that. So... Yeah. <laughs> Hope you guys have a good weekend. You're looking great today, even though I can't see you. I know you do. Anything else, Brandon? I don't know. I, I hear the music it. coming in yeah, my brain. It, so it's really funny because when you say the music's coming, usually it like pans out like where it's really. I just I, I just say that you guys no. just because, but we know it's there. So have a good weekend. Uh, keep growing. All the things. We'll see you next week. Next week. Because it's Thursday now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Thursday. We will see you next week. What are we talking about? (laughs) Who knows? Come and find out. Bye. 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 Bye.